Hello and welcome to Vegas Odds Football. I am your host, Daniel Ocho. In this episode, I was joined by Tony Summers, part two of our tower card reading for the NFL, to read the tower cards for the AFC. So Tony breaks down the conference, talks what the future holds for some of the top and bottom AFC teams. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, I am back with Tony Summers of TonySummersTarot.com. Thanks so much for joining the show, Tony. This week, we're continuing what we started last week in terms of breaking down the over, under projected totals for the AFC teams this week and what the tarot cards think of those projected over win totals. So let's begin with the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens bring back Lamar Jackson, famous pants pooper, uh, famous MVP quarterback, and Head coach John Harbaugh, this is a team that I love this year. This is a team that I think and I hope the cards share my enthusiasm for. They are projected nine and a half wins. Are the Baltimore Ravens going over their projected win total of nine and a half? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. It's a possibility. It's a good possibility. But there is just something about do they have their head in the game? Are they fully connected to the goal or are they going to get a little disconnected? So this is a big maybe. I like to interpret that as maybe yes. Now, listen, we're going to say maybe yes, maybe no. I'd go with maybe yes. Okay. I would go with maybe yes. That's always a God card. So that's a plus. <laughs> yes. The Ravens, I think, last year, uh, God God turned his back on them a little bit with a lot a lot of bad injuries. They, they had a tough, tough season injury-wise. Their, their quarterback gets hurt. They lost more players than any other team in the NFL. So I think that they could, they could use a little luck this year in terms of uh, turning things around. A little miracle, right? <laughs> yeah, they need a miracle. And that miracle would just be staying healthy. If they can stay healthy, they should be all set over that nine and a half win total. And uh, the cards seem to, I don't know, a little bit agree with me at least. I agree. It's a maybe yes. Okay, maybe yes. So now let's go on to the Buffalo Bills. 11 and a half projected win total. Probably the best team in the league coming into this year. The title favorite, according to most odds makers. Josh Allen, Sean McDermott. This is a, a team that is an absolute unit offensively and defensively. Are they going to go over their projected 11 and a half win total? We got justice. And in this case, this is a strong, probably most likely. Biggest thing here is, are they balancing themselves out? Are they making sure they're not putting one player too much? They're really focusing on the whole team. This is really about walking that tightrope, you know, just really not putting one person too much. That makes sense because this team historically has been so heliocentric around Josh Allen, their superstar quarterback. Can they really balance that running game this year, balance that defense so they don't have to rely on Josh Allen to carry them? Last year, he almost single-handedly won that game in the playoffs for them, and ultimately their defense let him down. So I think that they're going to have to try to balance that tightrope if they want to get to the promised land to, to win that Super Bowl this year. Uh, all the work they've been putting in to get there is ultimately going to come down to whether they can actually balance that defensive and offensive game plan that they've been trying to put together the last couple years. Yep. So now let's move on to the Cincinnati Bengals, the former Super Bowl team from the AFC, Joe Burrow at quarterback, Zach Taylor, one of my least favorite coaches in the NFL at head coach, um, Joe Mixon, uh, Jamar Chase. They have a lot of just stud talent on this team. Their projected win total this year is nine and a half. Are they going to go over? Ah, the full, that is super good. Yes, absolutely. In fact, I think they're going to be very surprising. 
Surprising. Okay, so so the Bengals are going to be surprisingly good. Maybe maybe on the way to a dominant season. I, I know that I'm not too high on them, but I wouldn't be surprised now with all that talent that they're sort of rebuilt their offensive line. I know you said that the Fool was a fresh start, fresh start, new beginnings. They they rebuilt that offensive line, and they're going to come into this season and they're going to just I guess maybe dominate, maybe maybe go well over that nine and a half win total. It feels like it. Okay, so so now let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. So the Cleveland Browns don't have. Any odds yeah. because they don't know who's going to play quarterback for them because they've traded for a big, big bad guy. So they're in a weird position, but I want to know what the cards say about the Cleveland Browns. And please, may it be terrible. I love the Cleveland Browns. I will always be the fan. <laughs> always. always. That makes dozens of you. There are yes. several. Yes. <laughs> I love them, though. They have hearts. Cleveland Browns. That's true. <sighs> no. <laughs> Death. Yes. Yes. What is that card? Tell me. <laughs> that is death. That's supposed to be a butterfly coming out of its cocoon, but that's a big old no. <laughs> that's death. So probably not. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I, I know you mentioned before that the, the tower card typically means like things sort of burning down. Um, what What is death? The death card typically mean? just pretty much straightforward death. Death is actually about transformation. Okay. You know, um, most cultures, they believe that life begins at death. And then that's when you get to find out who you really are. So this is the full transformation into something new. Nice. So I think that their franchise as it exists right now should die uh, because they just do stupid things like trade for quarterbacks with legal issues and give them a lot of money guaranteed. So I think it could be a time for transformation. Indeed. This version of the team is dying. Maybe uh, this version of the front office is not going to be there anymore and they could transform into something that isn't as shitty and uh, as inept. So that would be good for the Cleveland Browns. So I'm viewing this as a positive Cleveland. Death is better for Cleveland, which, you know, probably is not the first time somebody said that. So now uh, let's talk about the Denver Broncos. Broncos. Denver Broncos, new quarterback, Russell Wilson, short king. Uh, they they have a, a pretty talented defensive team. They have Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy on offense, Javante Williams running back. Their projected win total is 10 and a half. They have a lot of expectations. Uh, are they going to hit the over on that 10 and a half win total? Yeah, they are. Here we go with that Empress again. Another Empress. Strong energy. Another empress. They're, this team is being nurtured. It's being taken care of. They're really focusing on what are they creating. They're focusing on the goal of what they're creating. See, she's pregnant. So this is all about the long game. This is not about right now. It's about focusing on what we're creating. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. I think that sort of applies here to this Broncos team. They yeah. went all in on Russell Wilson this year, giving up a lot of assets to bring in the star quarterback. And now they're going to try to sort of nurture that roster into a, a, a real Super Bowl contender. It may not be this year. Uh, but I think that more likely we're looking at a team that's really competing for Super Bowls next year or the year after. Um, and, and they also just need to nurture Russell Wilson from what the hell was going on with Seattle and the Seahawks, where he wasn't necessarily maybe maximizing his talent. So I think the Empress card, once again, fitting here. The Empress just loves the NFL. She's, she's yeah. really involved in these uh, in these picks. OK, so let's move on now to the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans, uh, Lovey Smith, head coach, Davis Mills, a quarterback, one of the worst rosters in the NFL for just about the third year in a row. Uh, they are projected four and a half wins. Are they going to go over their projection of four and a half wins this year? Maybe. That's the justice card. Maybe. I, if, they, if they can get it together, maybe. Okay. This is just balancing it out. They've got a big, they've got a lot of imbalance in their team. That's the big thing. They've got to figure out where is imbalance and figure that out. If they can, they will. Yeah. I think they've been 
balancing being terrible with being bad at everything. So it's been tough for them to balance those two things and be a competitive franchise. And I think they'll continue to struggle with those. So I'm choosing to, to interpret that as an under on this four and a half win total because you know what? They, they deserve it. They're, they're pretty bad at everything. And I, I'm not buying into them. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so the, the Texans are going to go under four and a half this year, according to the cards. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. maybe. So maybe over, maybe under. I'm choosing to interpret that as... They're probably under. Probably under. Okay. So <laughs> now we're moving on to the Indianapolis Colts. They are projected nine and a half wins this year. They have Matt Ryan. They bring in a new quarterback. They jettison their former quarterback, uh, Carson Wentz. Are the Indianapolis Colts going to go over their projected win total of nine and a half? One of my favorite cards in the deck, Temperance. Yes, that is um, that is the, the road of least resistance. This is kind of taking the high path, but the ordained high path. Like you're listening to your higher self. You're following your guidance. So yeah. Okay. They're definitely going to be listening to the quarterback. So their higher self, I think this year was telling them to throw Carson Wentz to the wolves. uh, And they did that and ran him over with the bus several times on, on his way out the door. Uh, And now they are bringing Matt Ryan sort of to steady that ship. Uh, They are sort of finding themselves. They're, they're listening to their inner self. They know that they need a quarterback who isn't a big weirdo. Uh, and Matt Ryan fits the bill. He fits the bill, and he's going to lead this team over their projected win total of nine and a half. Okay, so let's move on now to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars move on from Irvin Meyer, one of the worst head coaches in the history of the NFL. They have their superstar quarterback in uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, the former number one overall pick. They bring in Doug Peterson, Super Bowl winning uh, head coach here. They are projected six and a half wins this year. Are they going to go over their projected win total of six and a half? Yes. Okay. Lovers. Another lover card. Absolutely. There's a lot of Gemini energy in the NFL, I'm realizing now. (laughs) Yes. A lot of Gemini energy. I always say that. And Trevor Lawrence, he's a guy who I think is going to be Doug Peterson's lover this year. And once again, first only and only podcast, you're going to hear that here. So Trevor Lawrence finally meets his match. He, he gets a quarterback he deserves. He finally gets the love and appreciation that he needs as a young NFL quarterback from Doug Peterson, a guy who's built up a, a weirdo quarterback before, who's built up Carson Wentz and won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. So now I think Trevor Lawrence and this team, they go over that win total. They win at least seven games. And it looks like the cards are keen on that partnership, which, which I'm more excited about. So now the Kansas City Chiefs, Everyone knows the Chiefs. We have Andy Reid. We have all the usual suspects here. Patrick Mahomes. We have Patrick Mahomes' brother TikToking in the in the end zone. Uh, their projected win total this year is 10 and a half. Are the Chiefs going to go over that projected win total of 10 and a half? I would tell you I'm sad about this, but I'm not. Nope. 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 They're not. The death. Death. Nope. Death for the Chiefs. Oh, no. Oh, darn. Like you said, this this is a, a card of transformation. So now the, the the Chiefs could be transforming into a new version of themselves. They got rid of Tyreek Hill. We're looking at a team that is not the same team that we've had over the last couple of years. They got rid of Tyron Matthew, uh, and this is a team that is sort of crystallizing. They may not be where, where they were last year, and they may not be as competitive, and they may be a few years away from getting back to that mountaintop. So the cards seem to be keen on the under on the Chiefs this year. So the Chiefs are going to go under 10 and a half win totals, according to the cards. Now, the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, one of my favorite players in the league. Brandon Staley, head coach, one of the bigger brainiac guys, does a bunch of weird shit on fourth down, but he's an interesting character. Uh, They are projected 10 and a half wins this year. Are they going to go over their projected win total? 
there are times in tarot that I can't make these things up. And I love when these things happen. Because when you go to LA, what are you going to go see? You're going to go see the stars. And there is the star. That is a big yes. Big yes. They're definitely going to go over. The chargers are seeing the stars. So what does a star card typically mean? This is about um, really just thinking outside the box and succeeding. It's about, you know, trying to break the paradigm and find a way to get past that to win. So they're really thinking outside the box. They're really trying to think about tomorrow and how can they achieve that? I think that's extremely appropriate for this Chargers team. They they bring in Brainiac Brandon Staley, who's doing a bunch of sort of weird moves on fourth down, going for it, pushing the pressure in a way that I think a lot of NFL head coaches are not doing. This is a guy who really changed defensive scheming when he was a defensive coordinator. So I think that's a really appropriate card. They're really thinking outside the box. Justin Herbert is a, a big Brainiac guy. So I think they're, they're really challenging that paradigm, like you mentioned. So the cards think the Los Angeles Chargers, big time, yes, are going over their projected win total of 10 and a half. Okay, next up, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders bring new head coach, Josh McDaniels. They trade for Devontae Adams. They have Derek Carr. They bring back some guys from injury. Hunter Renfro. They bring in Chandler Jones, new defensive talent. Their projected win total this year is eight and a half. And what do the cards say about them going over that projected win total? Nope. Death. Death for the Raiders. It seems like you've only got like three no cards at this whole deck. I'm like, I promise there are more. <laughs> but... Um, no, the death. They're going through some changes this year, you know, but the Raiders kind of are. They're still kind of finding themselves. So this is an interesting team to watch. Okay. So I, I think that the, the Raiders are, are not going to come together this year. They're still in a period of transformation. Maybe it takes another year for this team to really gel and really make it all the way in a way that makes sense and that they want to be where they want to be as a competitive roster here. Yep. So next up, the Miami Dolphins. Miami had a major offseason. They fired their head coach. They bring in Mike McDaniel. They trade for Tyreek Hill, break the bank, pay him a ton of money. Uh, and now they're hoping to compete in the AFC. So now they're projected at eight and a half wins. Are they going to go over that projected win total? Yeah, they are. They're strong. That, 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 that's going to pay off for them. This is a very strong team this year. And they, they've been working out. They're hardworking, like we talked about before. Mm -hmm. They got the strength card. This is a team, I think, that, that really puts it together. They're going to compete. They're going to win at least nine games, according to the cards. Yep. Maybe they'll challenge the Bills uh, in terms of winning the division this year. I don't think so, but the cards seem to think so. <laughs> Next up, the New England Patriots, Patriots. Uh, one of my least favorite teams in existence. They have Milktoast quarterback, Mac Jones. They have Bill Belichick, the evil empire. Uh, this is a team that... I think surprised some people by being pretty good last year and making the playoffs uh, only to get eviscerated and wiped from the face of the earth by the Bills. The projected win total for this Patriots team is eight and a half this year. Are the Patriots going to go over their projected win total of eight and a half? God, you break my heart when I hear that number because they got two cards. Two cards. And it is good for them. They got the magician and the stars. I don't understand this team, how they keep getting this good luck. I hate every part of this. Um, and the tower cards have forsaken me. And I will never forgive them. All I want is some bad news for the Patriots. But no, they just keep on winning. They have everything they need, even now, despite everything saying that they don't. The cards will leave in them. Damn you cards. Okay. So now we move on to the New York Jets. Uh, my home New York State Jets. Gotta feel bad for the Jets. They've been abysmal for the last million years. Um, they are a team that is hoping for new beginnings with their quarterback, Zach Wilson, to show some promise his second year. Head coach. Uh, this is a team that, Invested a lot in the draft. They have a lot of young guys. So what do the cards say about the New York Jets going over their projected win total of five and a half games? The moon, probably not. 
Probably not. There is still a lot of illusion, a lot that you, I kind of feel like they're kind of, they look stronger than they are. They're kind of putting on a, a false show here when this moon card shows up. This is the card of illusion. So not, not, not as strong as you think. Love it. Everyone's buying into the Jets big draft, bringing all, all this young talent in, and maybe it's all for naught. Maybe this mm-hmm. is a team that is not anywhere near as good as they, they seem on paper, um, and it seems like the cards are leaning for them going under five and a half games. I know that uh, a million Jets fans just screamed out in the distance because they can't handle it anymore. They, they can't handle another four-win season, but the, the cards are what the cards are. That's right. (laughs) Let's move on now to my favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. No pressure cards, but we need this. We just got rid of our big, fat, dumb quarterback. Uh, We got a new, young, nice quarterback, so I'm very excited by that. Mitchell Trubisky, he's very nice. He's not that good at football, but he's very nice. And we got a a first quarterback taken in the draft um, in Kenny Pickett. So this is a team that they're in a weird spot. So I'm I'm curious what the cards think about them going over their projected win total of seven and a half games. I got good news for you. The lovers. Lovers. You know, working together, seeing eye to eye and really partnership. This is the card of partnership and unity. So I like that form. I love that for them. If anyone deserves a lover, it's Mike Tomlin, especially having to deal with Big Ben the last several years. He's not been a good partner. So I want to see either Mitchell Trubisky find a new lover in Mike Tomlin or Kenny Pickett, his, his rookie quarterback, sort of put it all together and a, a nice cohesive partnership that leads us to many more Super Bowls. So uh, as a Steelers fan, love that card. Love to see some unity there. And that brings us now to our final AFC team, the Tennessee Titans. Now, the Titans, you are from Tennessee. Is that correct, Tony? That's right. Tennessee girl here. So the Titans are are in a weird spot. They got rid of A.J. Brown, their best receiver. Um, They have some guys coming back. Derrick Henry, they had an overachieving defense last year. They don't necessarily know what's going to happen with Ryan Tannehill after this year. Uh, The Titans are projected nine and a half wins. So what do the cards say about the Titans going over their projected win total of nine and a half games? Well, it's a maybe. Yes, maybe, but a maybe. It's a judgment. So they're at the crossroads. They've come to a point where they can either sink or swim. And so this is really up to them. Even if you look at the cards, you see they're sinking and swimming there. But this is they've arrived at the crossroads. So it's time for them to pick a different path. It's either win or lose for this season. So it's a maybe. It's a maybe. Uh, It's a kind of a no maybe, to be honest. So that's not that's not necessarily a positive card. I love that. I'm not high in the Titans this year, so it seems to me that the cards are indicating what I think a lot of people looking at that roster may be thinking in terms of they're at a crossroads as to whether they're going to be a real contender this year or they're going to have to rebuild from the ground up. Uh, So it's sink or swim for the Titans, sink or swim for Ryan Tannehill this year. Uh, So now let's kind of circle back. We've gone through all the over-unders. Let's talk about a few of the teams that I think have Super Bowl aspirations. Uh, And let's just do a general card pull for some of these teams and their Super Bowl chances. So let's start with, I think, the favorite this year and the Buffalo Bills. What do the cards say about their Super Bowl chances? Oh, nice. The star. That is super positive. This is shining bright. And also, that's always the card of tomorrow. So we're looking towards tomorrow for the win. So, yeah. That's a good chance. That's the news that Buffalo needs. After years and years of suffering, Buffalo needs to keep their eyes on the stars. So a big positive for for their Super Bowl chances. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now let's go with last year's AFC contender and last year's AFC representative in the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals. What do the cards make of their Super Bowl chances? Well, they are not in a rush to tell me. The Bengals go to the Super Bowl. All right. There we go. Hmm. Probably not. The devil, that's, you know, 
not just negative, but it's kind of like bad. This is this is kind of being stuck in old habits and old ways and patterns. You know what? They may be running old plays and patterns that aren't good for them too. So love it. I'm very critical of their of their head coach. So I like to see that me and the devil are in agreement here. Uh, once again, we are both very low on this team, very low on their head coach. Maybe Zach Taylor gets caught up trying to do the same old bullshit and, and he doesn't get quite as lucky this year. And the, the Bengals, they, they don't quite get it done and get to the Super Bowl. So I, I love that. Uh, let's talk about a player that, that I'm sort of keen on this year. He is Matt Ryan. He's been traded to a new team, new beginning for him. What What's a card for Matt Ryan this year and how his season's going to shake out. What team is he on again? He is on the Indianapolis Colts. He was traded from the Falcons and he, he's coming to the Colts. Um, I just want to know how, how he's going to settle into his new situation. I really like this card for him. This is justice. So first of all, you see he's walking that tight wire. So he is going to have to adjust. There is going to be a, definitely an adjustment period. But the beautiful thing is this is the card of balance. And so as long as he can learn to be quick on his feet, he should adjust quickly. And the balance should be restored pretty quick. This is the card of justice. So this is showing justice towards him. So I like this card. It's a very good card for him. If there's any justice in the universe, he will finally get a Super Bowl this year because I, I want to see it for Matt Ryan. He's been slandered erroneously the last couple of years, and maybe he finally puts it together with this Colts team that's been struggling. So now just a, a few more of these. What about Patrick Mahomes? Lost his companion in Tyreek Hill, had his former wide receiver talking a lot of trash about him in the media, uh, and now he's sort of on his own. It's all on Patrick Mahomes this year. What do the cards say about Patrick Mahomes and how his year will progress? Well, he got the Hierophant. So this is the Taurus, the bull energy, but this is also the energy of being the leader. So he is going to step up. He's going to lead, but he's going to have to really trust himself. This is really being uh, confident in your skills and your ability to lead and um, knowing that you're on the right path. So he's going to have to really trust his skills. Otherwise, this is one of those cards that if you don't believe in yourself and what you're capable of, you will go right off the rails. So he's going to have to focus this year on himself. I think that's apt because I think that if Patrick Mahomes isn't doing it, if he's not getting it done for this team this year, I don't see how the Chiefs can really compete. So, so much is going to fall on his shoulders. He needs to have that Taurus energy and, and lead them, bull them through to the playoffs, hopefully. That sort of wraps things up for us, Tony. Thanks so much for coming on and uh, breaking down all these teams. Do you have anything you want to plug before you go? Yeah, if y'all want to find me, you can find me on my uh, website at Tony Summers Tarot, T-O-N-I-S-U-M-M-E-R-S Tarot, or at Tony Summers Tarot on Instagram. It's really easy to find. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tony, for coming on the show. We appreciate these odds, and may the odds be in all of our favors this year. I will be back next week with a new episode. This has been the Vegas Odds Football Show, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye now. <laughs>